You're listening to the Confessions of a Hashtag Beauty Boss podcast. I'm your host, Angela Sanchez, beauty business mentor and founder of Beauty Business Co. I want you to believe that you can achieve anything if you set your mind to it. I'll be interviewing leading beauty industry professionals and discovering exactly what drove them to becoming the hashtag beauty boss they are today. Are you ready to be inspired? You're listening to episode 59 of the Confessions of a Hashtag Beauty Boss podcast with today's guest, Sandra Trustel. Sandra is the owner of The Dermal Space. And in this episode, Sandra is sharing her journey and diving into building her brand before she even had a space to perform her treatments. We speak about the power of educating your clients with your knowledge and expertise through digital marketing, collaborating with aligned businesses, and how slowing down, being mindful, and focusing on wellness are all areas that Sandra lives and brings into the essence of her business. I hope you enjoy this episode. Before we dive in, can I ask a huge favor? If you are loving having the confessions of a hashtag beauty boss podcast back, could you please go and leave us a five-star review from where you're listening from, whether that be Apple or Podbean, in Google Play, Spotify, it makes a huge difference to our reach if we get reviews and each episode I'm going to be drawing some lucky winners that have left us five-star reviews and doing giveaways with some beauty boss swag and business building tools that I know are going to help you. This could be a book from one of our guest favorites or it could be a gift from one of our sponsors. So please go ahead and leave your review today. I am truly so grateful. Sandra, welcome to my virtual beauty lounge. It is so good to have you on the show today. How are you? I'm really good, Angela. Thank you so much. I'm actually really excited to be here today. So thank you. Yay, it's so good. I mean, I have been connected with you for such a long time, many, Mm -hmm. many years now. I think the first time we met was, uh, well, definitely a part of being in the Dermalogica head office team. And we had a great conversation on a bus on the way to a party. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. (laughs) Yeah. And yeah, you were, I knew that you had like the Spanish heritage, like Latina heritage. And then we were salsa dancing that night. And it's been so wonderful to kind of follow you or be reconnected when you started your desire to launch the dermal space in a business sense. Cause yeah, I knew that you had so much potential in you, but Before we dive into the whole story of where it all started for you, I'd love for you to kick off the show with telling me what is your definition of a hashtag beauty boss? Of course. Well, so many things came to mind when I thought of a beauty boss. And the reason for that is because I feel like I have met so many amazing beauty bosses in my career. And even beforehand, when I really look back into how I was introduced into this amazing industry. So when I think of beauty bosses, I don't really think of one person. I think of many different people and certain words really sparked, I guess, my juices, so to speak, when it comes to what is a hashtag beauty boss. So the words that came to mind were leadership, inspiration, collaboration, community, determination, grit, 
uh, knowledge, education, and just a person who is always willing to share and to give to those around them. So sharing in their success, because what their success was, was somebody else's and vice versa. And I think in our industry, we definitely see that, particularly within the last two to three years where we've had a really crazy and hard time. I have seen this industry come together more. And I feel like there is just so much more community that has become a part of that. And being part of this amazing industry, the beauty boss I feel has elevated itself in sharing and community and leadership and inspiration and continuing on with that determination and grit just to be more successful and overcome so many hurdles. So I hope I've answered that question okay because it was a little bit all over the place, but it isn't just that one thing that makes a beauty boss for myself. I could not have described it better myself, Sandra. Like you said, all the right things there and I think it's really the definition of success in general. Like if we aren't leaning in to support each other and leaning into mentorship and coaching to fast track our businesses, we kind of get in our own way a lot of the time. And if, yeah, over the last two to three years, if you're a beauty business owner listening and you still don't have your tribe of other industry professionals that you can actually be vulnerable and ask questions that, You know, there's no question that's a silly question. We all have been where you have. And Mm. I think it's so important that we make sure that you don't make the same mistakes as we did. And if we can help empower you to, you know, raise your vibration, to not let any obstacles hold you back, then we've done our job for the day, you know. So you're so right. It's not just the beauty boss itself, but collectively as an industry, we can make amazing things happen one step and one day at a time, right? Exactly. (laughs) I love having you a part of our community. It's so good. So so tell me, where did it all begin for you? Why did you choose the industry in the first place? And just tell me where you are at and a bit about your career path now. Well, when I was first introduced to the industry, I would have to say that I was very young. I would say within my first 10 years of life, I remember sparks of memories coming through in regards to how my grandmother looked after her skin, how my mum looked after her skin. So there was always a little bit of an interest there. And over the years, I, you know, looked after my skin. I would clean my skin. I would exfoliate my skin, but I was naughty because I had an oilier skin when I was younger. I decided not to wear any moisturizer, which we know isn't the right thing to do. And I would continue to do like DIY facials with my mom at home or watch my grandmother in the bathroom and kind of copy what she had done. And then when I was becoming a little bit older, I think it was in my last year of high school, I said to my mom, I'm not really sure what I really want to do. Like I thought for a few years, I thought I'll be great as a lawyer. And then I wanted to be a pop star. Then I wanted to own a business in some sort. I'm not sure, but I always said, I just want to be a leader. or I want to be up on stage. I don't want people to see me. It was all about me at that stage. And my mom said to me, well, why don't you just go and do your diploma in beauty therapy. And I thought to myself, oh, I don't really know if that's something that I would like to do. I just thought looking after your skin is just what you do at home. I didn't realize it was an actual profession. And she said, how about you just do it? You're going to take a year off before you 
dive deep into doing exactly what you really want to do or finding what you want to do. And so that's where it pretty much started. I enrolled into my diploma of beauty therapy. And thanks to my mum, she's really provided me with a great pathway of success for my future. So that's pretty much how it originally started. And when I was at beauty school or the college, I really, really enjoyed it. And I remember coming home and speaking about my day, what I have learned and just the intricacies of, you know, putting together a lash tip, how to apply the lash tip, how to remove it, what it looks like afterwards, the aftercare. And then it moved into the skin element. And that was where my true love ignited. I absolutely loved learning about the skin and then learning about the lymphatic system and the circulatory system, learning all the muscles. We, the girlfriend at college, we actually made up a song so we could remember all the different muscles in the face and what they were connected to and things like that. So there was a really, really big part of me that knew that I was loving all this science involved in learning about the body and I thought oh my goodness it's just so much more than just washing your face or it's just so much more than just putting on that moisturizer and it was in an excursion that we had actually to the International Dermal Institute back then my class and I went to St. Leonard's in their old facility and we did a workshop and I think it was sun skin and allergies if I remember correctly the name of the workshop and I cannot remember who was presenting the workshop on that day but I looked up at that presenter and I said I want to do what you're doing this is exactly what I want to do and over the years getting into the industry I worked at day spas I worked at many spas I had a lot of training I loved what I did and I had a lot of fun at work but there was always a part of me where I wanted to get into training and then Dermalogica had an opening for their skin bar in a retail environment I loved retail I had worked in Maya as well for a brand called Elements which is a day spa brand and I thought well because I've got that experience this is my way into Dermalogica. So then I got into Dermalogica, worked in their skin bars, in their retail. And then from there, I was able to go ahead for an interview and had to do a presentation to see if I could get in to be a Dermalogica training specialist. And I got in and then just kind of worked my way up from there. So good. I love that. It's so interesting to, I don't know, when I hear everyone's stories at this point in the podcast, where it all started to where it like leads to in your career, like with you in the bathroom doing your cleanse and not moisturizing (laughs) and then being really niched around skin and gut health connection now. It's just, yeah, it's truly magical. So then after the education stint, how long was that, that you worked for Dermalogica? So I had to look at the years because I started out, as I said, in the skin bar and then went straight into training. So I think it was almost eight years in education. Yeah, amazing. Like Dermalogica really does have such an incredible education pillar of their company. I can, you know, vouch for that for them as a business consultant and yeah how important it was when I was going into the beauty salons and having you know either mini training sessions with the teams or meetings with the business owners how 
you could see the difference between a salon that really did invest in their education and to ones that really didn't find it important because the retail sales were such a a big difference because confidence is key when it comes to education and then being able to educate your clients on, you know, ingredients and what's the best pathway for them, whether that be a retail home care range or a skin treatment series. There's, you know, a lot of members that I find they have a few mindset blocks when it comes to mm. even thinking that a client would buy a series of treatment plans from them because, you know, it can go into money stories and things like that. And I think if you invest in your education with the skincare brand that you decide to partner with, it can be so, so powerful and detrimental to the success of your, you know, the cream because retail is cream, but it's also going to drive the results in your business as well. Absolutely. I mean, the one thing that I have definitely found is that the more that I understand the formulation or why the product was made, or why we should be using it in a particular way, it really helps me to be able to deliver that information to now my clients. And so you can fit it into their current lifestyles, you can fit it into their ethos as a consumer, you can fit it into many different facets, and it allows you just to have a genuine conversation as well, because the more that you understand the product, or the more that you understand the ingredient and how things are formulated. It's like you're talking to your best friend and that's just going to come off so effortlessly and it's in a way of conversation and it's also in a way of education but not in a form of selling. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Because if you do come from a place of serving first, so how can I change and transform this client's skin? How can I solve their problems? How can I give them a, you know, incredible experience. If you come from that place first, before even putting the S-E-L-L into the vocabulary, it changes the complete outlook and how you're actually going to show up for that client in the first place. So fear of selling is probably the number one thing that holds a lot of therapists, but beauty business owners back as well, you know? Mm, Absolutely. And I feel that we should maybe chat more about that in the sense of even within our community, because it does a lot of it come down to mindset. And I think also if you are a solo business owner, you don't really have anybody that you can bounce off. Like if you were to have 15 minutes of free time where you could be, let's just say, cleaning the shelves as you would normally do, you could be chatting to your co-worker saying, oh, share with me a little bit of this information about this product and how could we think about a different way in being able to serve our clients' skin concern with this product. So I think sometimes creating that community where you can lean on is really important to help with shifting that mindset as well, because you can then see another perspective from another business owner, or even if you're not a business owner, from another therapist within the field. Yeah, it's so true. I've actually been looking at adding a layer similar to what you're saying into Beauty Boss Pro, because, you know, we always say it's so important for you to ask questions and, you know, don't think that any questions are silly question and we're here for you to support you. But sometimes you just don't know the question until you're actually living it right. And then Mm -hmm. not be on your phone to ask it. 
So I was thinking of putting together, you know, like a working lunch where if you are available at a certain time on a certain day and then you connect in through Zoom and then we can, you know, we've obviously been a part of some of our social media mentoring days, Sandra, where you've been there and there's been a collective number of beauty business owners a part of that. And the light bulb moments, the motivation, the raise in vibration of energetic flow between those people that attend those small snippets of a day to just kind of be inspired and feel like they can go back to work and really strive for success. It's just astounds me. So the power of that connection is really important. So I'm feeling like we can probably dive deeper into that. So instead of wiping the shelves down, you can come on to the Zoom working lunch together and we can chat that way. (laughs) I love that idea. That's fantastic. Yeah, so good. So we haven't finished yet because you, my friend, have not just stopped at being a Dermalogica educator. I think you might be coming up to your second birthday, if I'm not correct, or is it your first? Oh, you're so sweet. It's actually, yeah, it's my first birthday. So I, yeah, went on maternity leave while I was a educator. And within that time, I had two beautiful, wild little boys and It was during that time that I was a stay-at-home mum. I was the person who, you know, was just changing nappies and playing with them and trying to teach them things and cooking for them and, you know, going out for coffees with them and going to the parks and swimming lessons and all of that stuff. So it was during that time I loved it. Don't get me wrong, some days were very challenging, but I still loved it and Even through that love, I was like, I really miss my industry. I really miss who I was before being a mum. And with that in mind, I knew that I wasn't ready to go back to a full-time position in what I was doing before because of my priorities of of how I wanted to be a mum. And so that's when I reached out to you saying, can I be a part of your community? I don't have a business but I want to be a part of it because I miss it so much. And at the same time, I do want to start something, but I'm not sure what it was. And that's when you were like, there's never a perfect time, Sandra. Like, if you want to do this, let's do it. Let's do something online. And that's what I started to do with the journal space. It was just an online space where I wanted to share my knowledge, where I wanted to share information and educate both professionals and consumers about the skin, about how our skin is connected to our gut and how our skin is also connected to our mindset and how our mindset is connected to the gut and vice versa and so forth. And it's because it's something that I live by on a day-to-day basis. And it's also an area that I feel that we can really help to support a lot of people when it comes to their concerns with their skin. And it was during that time when I decided to open the general space, I guess, just on Instagram at that particular point was when we actually went into lockdown, I think three days later. And so it was always a goal to perform treatments But I just wanted to get the space out there initially. And then, of course, lockdown came. So then that pushed things back. So I had to pivot in the business. But I'm happy to share now that I am doing treatments. I do have a space where I can do both. And it's just been an amazing ride. I've learned so much so far, continuously learning. I have been able to connect with such amazing beauty bosses within our industry. 
And I'm very much looking forward to the future because I just think it's just going to get better and better. Oh, it's so well. You have so much light ahead of you. Like it's just so exciting. It seems like everything's really aligned. I just love the fact, like I do remember that day that we spoke. It's very clear where I was sitting and where I was speaking to you. And I knew that there needed to be because of where you were niched around skin and gut health, a bit more of the digital communication through that. And so even though you didn't have a commercial space, I want every beauty business owner listening to this podcast to know that you don't have to have a space and performing treatments to actually share knowledge and your expertise with the world. And that can transition into lots of different things. I think originally for Sandra, you know, before she'd, I think like when lockdowns were slowly uplifting in your area, that's when you probably started to think about getting into the treatment side of that. But you hosted a online masterclass where you invited people that were interested to learn more about skin and the gut health connection. And it was purely speaking through a virtual platform where you got to educate and share your expertise and build that no like and trust factor with people that could then purchase retail from you. Is that correct? Yeah, it was something that I've been wanting to do for such a long time. And as you know, education is so important to myself, particularly with my background. And I felt that sometimes it was just really hard to be able to get information and to link it back to the skin and link it back to the gut in a way that isn't so scientific. When I was writing this workshop, I was reading through so many papers and I sometimes had to read one paper four or five times to really articulate it in a way that I could then deliver that information and really understand what I was reading. And so I wanted to give that level of information to everybody. And this is when I launched the masterclass. I launched it for free because I just thought, well, I want to share this. I want as many people to get their hands onto this because it was about stress and skin and how stress affects the skin, but how we know that then stress affects the gut. And if our mindset has shifted in a particular way, then that's going to have a direct link to the to our gut health and to our skin, which we all know because we, we see it surface on ourselves and on our clients with inflammatory skin conditions. We could have you know, um, rosacea flare-ups, we can have breakouts occur, we can have rashes occur on the skin, uh, flare-ups of psoriasis, and we can have acceleration of aging and hyperpigmentation or because our gut is out of balance, potentially also because our mind is so stressed. And it's because of that HPA access, which is why we get this cascade of events that take place and then, you know, bring come up to the surface of our skin. And I thought, well, this is something that we're all going through at that particular time. We are all going through an unforeseen circumstance where we don't know exactly what's happening. We are all in situations that we haven't been in before. And everyone that I was seeing on stories on Instagram was sharing, look at my skin, look at my skin. This is what I'm doing. How can I help this? And I thought, well, this is what I'm going to do to help. And that's why I put the masterclass together. Yeah, so good. Like right in, you know, the perfect timing where we couldn't have clients go in for treatments and have their consultations with their skin therapist. But I'm sure with you being in the treatment space now, you would also agree that as much as we can be thorough with our consultations, there still isn't really enough time to uncover 
so much of what the client is really going through from a personal perspective to then be able to go and educate on all of that information. So having masterclasses alongside having your treatment doors open and speaking through live video and stories and, you know, a bit more in-depth educational touch points with your clients is so, so powerful and, and important, which can then convert into retail sales because I know that you were able to then put some clients onto, would you say, like a gut health path. They bought the elixirs from you and then you had your skincare brand that you introduced as well. So you've probably yeah. been able to continue the journey and their skin transformations from just that first initial touch point. Absolutely. Yeah. So we had that, the Calm Elixir, which really helps with the, provides the body with the adaptogens to help us to adapt to times of stress. But then also it is a prebiotic, probiotic and postbiotic and really high in antioxidants. So it overall really helps with all facets of gut, skin and mindset, which is just fantastic. So we had that as an opportunity for retailing at the end. And we also had our ear seeds available as part of that purchase as well. And again, that just shares with them that we can still work on our gut and we can still work on our skin. It doesn't always have to be in the form of product formulations that we apply onto our skin or an ingestible. It can also be working on TCM, so traditional Chinese medicine, where we use acupuncture without the needle. So acupressure on different areas of the ear that will correlate with different systems or organs within the body. So this is, again, that empowerment that I really try to provide my clients and anybody who comes into contact with me in regards to education, that you do have the knowledge. And here is the power that you have of choice to really walk down that pathway of that holistic health. Yeah. So good. I absolutely, I love that you've dived into that and you've incorporated the ear seeding as well. They really help me. So even as a business owner, if you're listening and you might think, well, what on earth is ear seeding? Just reach out to Sandra. She'll be able to share a little bit more. She articulates everything so, so well. And yeah, it's something that can really help you also with like overwhelm or stress, or if you're not sleeping and just being able to use them to help support you in your day-to-day as a business owner too. They're, they are fabulous. So thank you so much for sharing your story of where it began to where you are today. As I said, I just feel there's so much light ahead of you. And it's so beautiful to see that everything is really aligning in like, I would say, perfect divine timing for you. And also how you were able to choose a space that was really going to complement the services that you offer as well, because you have a few other industries that are connected to your space. What are they and how have you, I guess, utilized your, as you said, definition of a beauty boss with collaboration and how that you can support their business and they can also support your business? Yeah, so this was just so fantastic because I really wanted a space that was based on holistic health. And you know me, I have such big dreams, but I'm just not there yet. And I was so happy to see that I could find a place where I could work alongside other health practitioners. And so there we have two chiropractors, we have a naturopath, and we also have a hypnotherapist. And together, 
if we do have the same clients that we see regularly, we can chat with each other and refer on so that we can support our clients in different ways. So for example, I understand a fair bit about nutrition and gut health, but if I I need, I know my scope of practice. And so if I know that my client is going to need a little bit more information or more support, then I would then refer them on to our naturopath, Erin, who can really help to support them in that way of their inner health. And then we have other times our chiropractors, for example, would on refer a client to myself if they have concerns with their skin. And so they're working on the internal, then I can work on the external. So it's just a really great space of that collaboration where we can support everybody in all different facets of their overall health. Yeah, that is amazing. And you've already hosted an in-person event and utilized that synchronicity of all of the industries together in an event that you invited your clients to and their clients to as well. Yes, which was so exciting. I was so pumped for that because it was something that we've been wanting to do for a really long time and we were able to do so. And it was just fantastic to have our all of our clients there, to have all of us there together. Each of us got up there and gave a short presentation. We did base it on stress, but rather than focusing on stress itself, we wanted to support them with tangible and practical tips on what we can now do moving forward because we wanted to touch base on yes this has happened within the last two to three years but what we have noticed as experts and health professionals and myself as a skin therapist is when people are coming in even though that whole two to three years time has passed we have noticed people are holding on to the same daily rituals that they were doing during that time or holding on to the same overwhelm or the same stress and anxiety and it's still flowing through and so we're seeing a lot of inflammation coming through we're seeing a lot of imbalances within the gut as well as hormones and so what we really wanted to do was to provide our clients with information that's really going to help to support their changes that they're wanting to take on for their overall health. And so we had our naturopath speak about how hormones can be affected and how they can change and what we can do from a nutritional standpoint to support these changes in hormones to be bringing them back into a balance. So that was just an example of how we could really provide that information to support them. And it just went so well. We did provide a time at the end of the event where we shared that it would be a networking stage. And so at this particular time, we had food for them, but we encouraged that networking so that they could come up and ask more questions. And what we found is that they had a lot more questions and they were really happy to chat more about the information that we shared, but what else could they be doing moving forward? And what it helped us as for a business is that we got more bookings for the next few months. And we also were able to retail more as well. Yeah. So amazing. I'm so excited for like hearing that story again. I've already heard it. And I (laughs) just wanted you to share that with everybody, because I think we all wish that we could do in-person events or maybe our space is too small. And we just sort of put the block of, I can't do in-person events. And actually you can create space externally from your business as well if you're wanting to do something in person. 
yeah, it's limitless with the amount of ways and how you can use education to empower your clients. It certainly doesn't have to be the every four week appointment until you touch base with them again and make sure that you are continually diving deeper and solving problems, but also deepening the relationship and connection with our clients can be so powerful too. Absolutely. Yeah. So good. So I am going to ask you, I know that you're new to business, but I'm sure that there have been some hurdles. What do you continually see popping up when it comes to running a beauty business? I mean, when it comes to the business itself, I think for me, it's time (laughs) because I feel like I'm always running out of time. And as I said before, when you have a particular way of wanting to be within yourself, part of that is being a working mom. And so when I'm with my boys, I find it really hard to juggle (laughs) the working mom and the mom, if that makes sense. Because sometimes I feel that in order for me to do a task for work, it has to be at a certain time during the day, but then I feel like I'm being taken away from being mum. So for me, it's really about making sure that I need to have a good schedule because if I don't have a good schedule, then I have that overwhelm come up. And that's something that I'm continuously trying to kind of find that flow with as much as possible because I want to be there for my clients when they message throughout the day, if that makes sense. I want to be able to answer some questions and I want to go on and do a live during the daytime for Instagram rather than doing it at 8.30 at night. So those are the hurdles that I'm currently trying to overcome. So it's not your bricks and mortar type of hurdles. I guess it's looking at it from a lifestyle point of view. Yeah, 100%. I am with you there because I think as we grow and evolve as well and our kitties grow up with us too, it is, it always changes as well. We think we've kind of got a routine set and this is working for us and then sleep patterns might change. I know for Emilio, he doesn't go to bed until 9.30 at night. And so I pass out with him now because there Mm. is a way that I'm getting up and I used to be the night owl that worked in the night and I could get just power through so much. But yeah, you know, we have to be flexible with the way in how we want to, you know, also wake up with energy in the day too and not be burning out. So I think that's important what you said. And also as you are growing your business, Sandra, creating those strong boundaries with clients too, because yes, it's good to get back to them during the day, but knowing for yourself that you're not available in a time um, block so that you can set emails aside and Instagram DMs and the text messages or email bookings back from clients in the time that you've scheduled, because that's the boundary that you've set for yourself. But then you might find it hard for clients to stick to that, but that's okay. As long as they kind of know when and when you're not going to be able to get back to them straight away. Cause I'm a bit of an instant gratification. I love getting back to people pretty quickly So I've sort of got to catch myself out sometimes and say, actually, this is not work time and this is more present time with Emilio and that's the work time that I've got aside for later. I have to respond to everyone straight away. And some people are better than that than others, but I just thought I'd point that out. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm with you on that too. Like I do like to get back to people straight away because I want them to feel as a client that they are seen and that they're valued and that they're heard. But it is like, as you said, it's so new and and things 
do change and we it's just going with that flow sometimes I do I am a bit of a control freak so I do find it hard to go with the flow I do like a schedule I do like things to run a certain way but I'm leaning into that a little bit more and I think with more practice and more experience I'm hoping that I'll become better at that too Yeah, you will. (laughs) What are your two top important tips for the aspired beauty boss listener to learn from when they're maybe starting their own business? Go with your gut is my biggest one. I found that when I go with my gut and with my intuition together, if you're into human design, you'll know that there are two different areas. But with these two in particular, I feel that they will really help to serve you in regards to reaching the goals that you are honing in for. Because everyone's journey is different. Everyone's business model is different. Everyone's goals are different. So if you follow your gut and stay true to yourself and to what you want to do as a business and how you want to serve others, I feel that in most ways, you can't go wrong. The other thing is to invest in yourself and your business. And when I say investing, I mean investing in education, education in regards to the skin, yes, products, absolutely, all of that jazz. But a big part of that is investing in yourself and in your business with a business mentor or even a mindset coach. I think it can become an area where you can really compare yourself quite a lot, where you potentially aren't sure exactly what is the right way to do something. And so having somebody who can make you more accountable, but who can also provide you with that support in regards to meeting those business needs, as well as those personal needs, I think is just so invaluable. Yes. Oh my gosh. I couldn't have said it better. And also then while up leveling and working on your mindset and, you know, your personal development that, you know, has so many benefits to the way and how you run and show up for your business and for your family, you know, it's so important. I'm all about living the life by design and creating a business and life that you love And if you're waking up feeling overwhelmed and frazzled and you are starting to see skin disorders come up within ourselves, even though we're in the industry, we we should know how to balance all of this out. But it can come down to us, yeah, really needing to go within and making sure that we're giving ourselves the space to kind of, I guess, get in touch with that intuition because we can be literally walking around blind a lot of our days. And Mm. how would you say would be the first step in someone kind of getting in tune with their intuition or their going with the gut? I've paused because I feel that in order for us to really find that first step is to just pause and just take a step back from what you're doing. If it feels really hard, you have your body is always going to share with you what is happening internally. You might find yourself becoming really hot. You could become quite uncomfortable. Um, your mind can become quite foggy. These are all, you know, telltale signs that something isn't aligning. And so that's your body sharing with you, okay, let's have a really good look at what is happening here. And so that would be the first step is really being more mindful of what your body is sharing, but without words. I think for me, that has always been something that I have had 
and it has definitely served me well. But from there, once you know and you have taken notice, I should say, of these signs, it's the next step from there. And the next step from there, it's not just talking to your girlfriends or talking to your partner. It's finding somebody who can support you in that area. And so this is where that community comes through because through community, this is where you find the people that you would vibe with and you will know their expertise in that area. Yes. Yeah. 100%. And it's so important to kind of get out of the mind and into the heart in those moments. Like I even took a moment before pressing record here with you and took a few deep breaths because I was in my head about, oh, I hope the recording's okay. And, oh, I hope I got the right day with Sandra and I hope the Wi-Fi is going to be good. And I'm all in my head instead of being, you know, ready to be present and a good listener and a good interviewer, right? And we can do that in the instant moments of, you know, going in with a client or Mm. taking a few deep breaths before you do start speaking about the recommendations instead of like, oh my gosh, like she's told me all of her problems about her family right now. And how is she ever going to be able to afford six products? But I know she really needs it. And I know it's a part of my job to share like what she actually needs, but I'm in my head instead of my heart. So coming again from that place of service. But I guess what we were saying is taking that moment of pause and going into the breath, I think is really, really a powerful way to actually make yourself pause as well. Yeah. It can be such a big game changer for so many. So thanks so much for sharing that. I think it's going to be really helpful. Sure. I would love for you to share three apps that you just can't live without. Instagram. (laughs) I love Instagram. So Instagram is definitely one. I find it both entertaining and educational, but I actually have found some really great Instagram friends on Instagram. So I've just said that word maybe 10 times so you can see how much I do love to use that application. (laughs) I think it's a great tool for the business in regards to getting what you are doing out there and to get recognized for what you do and to get clients in. It can definitely work that way, but it's also a great way to connect. And I chat with a lot of people through there as well and have found some really amazing accounts as well. So that's more for an inspiration part of myself and and community through there. I also use Canva quite a lot. And I use Canva because of the designs for the social media posts, but also I use Canva to put together my masterclass as well. So I've also got other things that I'm working on in the background. So I do use that quite a lot. And I love Spotify because I love to listen to podcasts. I listen to them all the time. I think they're very inspiring, moving, educational. I just love being able to go for a walk or go for a drive and listen to something that is really going to lift up my spirits. And sometimes it can be music, like I do other things with music in regards to my routine, but Spotify has definitely taken over with podcasts for me at the moment. Yeah, so good. I think there was a time where I had not listened to any music for at least maybe eight months to a year because every single moment I had where whether it was folding the washing or driving or going for a walk I'd be listening to a podcast but yeah it's just so really great like what we can actually I guess feed our minds in our spare times is 
I know that music is powerful as well. I have to say that too. It's great to actually just switch off and listen and sing and dance your heart out. But I think it is, um, yeah, it's such a great learning platform having podcasts. And when we say leaning into mentors and things, like if you've got one specific person that continually delivers through a voice tool like podcast, it's, yeah, can be really, really incredible. So I'm glad that you do always listen to podcasts as well. (laughs) (laughs) What is one thing you're constantly searching for when it comes to support in what you do daily? I need a babysitter. (laughs) I say that only because of time yet again. So it's the one thing that I'm constantly searching for is just more time. But I think really it's going to come. That time will definitely come. And it's because I just want to get a lot done. I want to tick off a lot of things on my in my boxes or off my list, I should say. You know, I'm I work really well when I'm doing a lot of things. And if I pause, I kind of feel like, oh, maybe I'm not doing as well or I'm not utilizing my time properly. So I've been so used to just working a lot, if that makes sense. And so, yeah, I think for me at the moment, that's the support, you know, that I'm after, but that will come. And I understand I'm just a little bit not patient in that area. (laughs) (laughs) That's all right. You've planted the seed. So I think putting it out there, it might come in different ways. And I think for other listeners as well, if you're struggling with time, some of the things that can help me is if I can outsource a cleaner, you know, that's going to save me hours And it might be $80 that I pay for someone to come in two hours, sometimes fortnightly, sometimes a week. It just depends. But that can actually not only free up the time from me doing it, but it actually frees up so much mental load for me that I carry around thinking, I can't be doing this because I need to be doing this, or I can't leave the house to go and have fun with my son because I need to sit and then he's on the iPad doing something while Mm. holding laundry, you know, and it's like, what can you make easier in your life so that you can spend time doing more things that bring you joy? And if it is for you, Sandra, where you can then get like four hours of laser focused time working on your business, because I don't know, maybe she'll come in in the morning and prep all the breakfast and get them off to kinder or something like that. Like that's going to be a game changer. So yeah, I think just having a little think again in that time of self-reflection of what is it that you are dreading (laughs) in the day. Definitely um, the the cleaning side of things. I don't like getting on my knees, scrubbing showers and stuff like that. So if I can have someone else go and do that for me, then I'm a happy woman. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. It's so funny that you said that because just the other day I was actually looking for somebody to come in and do the bathrooms. (laughs) Yeah, I know. It's those bigger jobs as well we know is going to take up so much time too. (laughs) Yeah. Do you have any specific routines that you stick to to set your day up for success? I do. In a way, I do. So I tend to get up before my children do. By the time that I get up, my husband's already gone. So I'm up at about 5.30 in the morning and I give myself 40 minutes to get ready. So what I do is I pop the kettle on and then while that's boiling, I'll go ahead and do my facial reflexology. When that has finished, I'll come out and make myself a lemon water and then I'll bring that in so I can finish off doing my morning skincare routine. Once I finish that, I generally just do my brows. I don't really wear much makeup. So if my brows are done, I then feel that I'm done and ready for the day. 
So I would do my brows and then I'll come out and have some breakfast. While I'm having breakfast, I've got three songs that I listen to. And these are the songs that really just help me to, I guess, create the vibe that I'm looking for for the day. If I'm feeling really tired, one of the songs really wakes me up. Another one is very empowering. And then I've just got another one that is really cool beats and I kind of dance around to in the kitchen while I'm having my breakfast. And then it's time for my boys to get up and then we get ready for the day. So that's pretty much how I set the tone for my day. And if I've done that, then I feel like, I can take on anything. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's, I'm really envious because if I make a noise, Emilio is awake. So if you can get that done and even bust some moves and tunes in the morning, that is awesome. I'd love to be able to just go and put the kettle on before he wakes up. <laughs> oh, it's taken a long time. And I feel you because it was exactly the same, but the boys do sleep with, pink noise. I don't know if that has helped or if it's just how it has turned out, but I do walk out, you know, crossing my fingers, <laughs> hoping yeah. that they stay asleep. Some days they don't. And that's the thing with, you know, if I do the routine, it feels amazing. If my routine has to be interrupted some mornings and I'm learning to be more flexible, as I said before. So, you know, it's not always the same every single day, but that's my aim. And I would have to say out of the Monday to Friday, three out of the five days, if I get that done, then I'm really happy. Yeah. I love that. It would definitely feel so good then powering through and just also put you in a great mood for being in the morning rush with the kids and just, yeah, cuddle time, all that. It's beautiful. Yeah. So good. I'm going to go on to some rapid fire questions. Okay. What is the best book you've ever read? Tuesdays with Maury by Mitch Albin. Oh, I'll have to look that one up and put, pop it in the show notes. I'm not aware of that one. <laughs> Who is someone that you'd love to meet in person? From the beauty industry, it would have to be Dana Omari. Oh, okay. And what is one thing you have procrastinated about this week? Scrubbing the dog's beds. <laughs> <laughs> oh, adding animals into the whole other story. <laughs> What is something you would jump at if you knew you wouldn't fail? I would do a TED Talk. Oh, my goodness. That's so amazing. I love that. I can see you. I've just literally envisioned the red TED, Sandra. So oh, thanks. <laughs> again, it's out into the universe now. If you were stranded on a deserted island with no Wi-Fi, what is one thing you wish you had with you? A book. A book. Very good. Oh, thank you so much. This has been so beautiful, wonderful to connect with you and share you with all my listeners because, you know, it's one thing keeping our beautiful connection together. It's another when you can share your story with so many others and, like we said, empower them to believe that they can create also the business and life that they love you know, I think that the world is our oysters. We've all got a opportunity to have a piece of the beauty business pie. And as long as we're aligned with exactly how you want that to look and it's feeling good for you and making sure that you're not speaking and doing things reactively. And I'm all about starting before we're ready and hiring help and all of that before we're ready to do it. But it is so important, like we said, to really pause and take a step into 
thinking, how can I connect with my intuition right now and asking for the answers? So thanks so much for sharing all of this with us today, Sandra. What's coming up for you? And just share with our listeners where they can go and find you as well, because I know you have another one of those masterclasses coming up soon. And, you know, I feel like as beauty business owners, we can go in so many different directions. And those that may be in more of the, I guess you could say machinery space or dermal clinician space, they might not be as connected to the skin and gut health in that way. So I think we can all learn from each other and it'd be great to invite some of our listeners to be a part of your world as well. Oh, thank you so much. It's been an absolute pleasure. What's next is that, as you mentioned, the first birthday for the dermal space is coming up. So I have been planning a birthday event, in-person event as well. It is going to be happening in August. So I'm very excited to be putting that together. I am also writing a couple of other masterclasses behind the scenes at the moment. One in particular that I am very passionate about, and that is how teens not just look after their skin, but really diving into their mindset. And the reason for that is because for a couple of years, I've been able to have experience with working with teens and listening to themselves about how they think about themselves how they view themselves and the influence they have in regards to social media, how they feel that they have to be. It has become quite a big passion of mine to really change that mindset. So this is something that I'm hoping that I can really help to support our younger generation with looking within and finding that self-love and respect that they already have. They just don't know how to tap into that just yet. So that's something that I'm really passionate about that I want to work towards more. There is actually a lot happening at the moment, but we have like machines coming in soon. We're going to be having another product line coming in soon. So those are all the works behind the scenes with a dermal space. Where can they find me on social media? Instagram is the best place to find me. The handle is at the dermal space and there we have a link tree. So if you want to sign up to our emailing list, you're more than welcome to. And this is where you can find information in regards to the Skin and Stress Masterclass that's going to be relaunching again in July. Amazing. Thank you so much. We'll be sure to add that into our show notes as well so people can and find you really easily but it's been an absolute treat thank you so much for joining me on the show Sandra and I will be down at Beauty Expo this year so I can't wait to give you a big cuddle and yay yay and celebrate and have some fun with you there absolutely really looking forward to it yay all right I'll talk to you soon thank you bye bye 